Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. All right, folks, welcome into uh, the latest Mountain West Wire podcast. Not football, not basketball. Hard to believe with it being March 1st, guys. We are talking, we've done this a couple of times, we've had the infamous law um, deleted or never aired except for the three or four of us podcasts, because that was my bad. Um, we got Matt Kennerly, who's joined us basically every podcast when it's not basketball. We have our good buddy Brandon Blake, who hops on every now and then, especially for these, because we're basically the same age group, it's like, oh, we got this covered. We're talking music today. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we are. It's going to be wild. Oh, boy. <laughs> Matt should lead us off because Matt brings us up brings us up a couple years ago. You explain what what this what this thing is that seems to be amazing every year. Okay, so in a nutshell, and longtime listeners of the podcast probably remember past iterations from this from from two years ago at least. Sorry, yeah, last time um, I bad. <laughs> like I said, I but apologize. But essentially, what we are talking about today is a March Madness style bracket. Um, this year's iteration is called March Badness. Uh, and if you want to follow along with this as you're listening, uh, unless you're driving, then don't do that. Um, you can go to marchxness.com, M-A-R-C-H-X-N-E-S-S. Um, because we're basically going to be talking about the tournament to end all tournaments of bad songs. Bad songs that were good. Yeah, so, you know, last year... So last year is about March Vladness, which I believe was like emo songs. Two years ago was March Shredness, which was all about like 80s hair metal. Loved it. <laughs> uh, they've had March Fadness, which was all about one hit wonders. March Sadness. Uh, next year, it's going to be March Pladness, which I am already looking forward to. Bring on like five Nirvana um, songs right there. It's some old, it's some old Foo Fighters. Yeah, so essentially, like, the, the exercise is put together annually by Megan Campbell and Andrew Monson, who are, you know, a pair of nonfiction writers. Um, so it's not only a celebration of, of music, it's also a celebration of nonfiction, which is what I studied in grad school. Um, so uh, it's not just about the songs. Um, some of nonfiction's biggest names also write essays that accompany the songs. Mm-hmm. So if you visit the website, you can and you can vote on Twitter. You can follow them at March Xness on Twitter. Um, you can also vote on the website. Listen to the songs. Most of them have music videos that are accompanied um, with the songs, and then read the essays from some of nonfiction's heaviest hitters i so, read the we didn't start the fire like it's like a historical so it's a good song i like the song but i like to actually listen to the lyrics and read the essay it's amazing because they go through every little piece of history within the song so yeah it's, it's wild and, and can we and we can can we take a moment here to just appreciate the genius of one william joel the man <laughs> was able to man was able to rhyme dylan bob dylan and berlin Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, just stop it all. Just send that band to the Hall of Fame already. I mean, that that's just 
brilliance. Yeah. He is good. There's, there's a funny skit. My kids have been listening to uh, Jim Gaffigan for the past while just because he's fairly funny. And well, he's pretty funny. But there's a little sketch where he's like overseas in Ireland, I believe it is. And he's like, it's something about, he's like, I'm going to end a skit like a ode to, like something toward a Billy Joel, like to kind of like, yeah, I'm here where he's from. I'm going to do a little thing to end the show. I don't know if it's the accent they're at, but they kept, I don't know if you guys heard it, but they call him Billy Joel. <laughs> it was the weirdest thing. He's like, it, it goes listen to it. It's, I forget what album it's on, but you can probably find it. But it's just kind of a weird three minute thing about. Are you saying that what I think you're saying about? It was just weird. He's like, yeah. He's like, oh, I wouldn't do that. It's like, why? Well, he was here the other day doing it, and for some reason they pronounce it weird. So I just thought of that because my kids listened to him the past, like going to school and repeat the past two months, and so that one's come up a few times. But that's kind of interesting. But you got that. You have what Brandon. <laughs> it's just weird. It's like, all right, what do you call Joel? He's like, so what do you call somebody who's Joel? Well, Joel, but Billy Joel. Joel, it's Billy Joel. I'm like, okay. But it's, it's like just Joel a Joel MB. Yeah, it's basically, yeah, <laughs> Billy Joel. I mean, there you go. It was, oh. it was something weird about it, but I just that brought it up. But like, so, like, Matt, this bracket, you guys looked over it. You've made your picks. You looked through I What's the methodology, Matt? Because I we were discussing before, do you pick the song you like, or do you actually pick the worst song that goes on? So, because it's the criteria to pick the worst Best, not the one hit wonder because we they already did it, the worst at best song. Well, I think that depends on the individual, and maybe that's something we could talk about more in a minute. But to just kind of briefly lay out the methodology of the selection committee, um, it's not quite as rigorous as the NCAA committee, but they do have a lot of things that they consider. Who's the Stephen Austin all, equivalent that got left out? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. But actually, if you go to the website, you can see, because they I was going to say they started with 128 songs. Whew. And I believe the 64 songs that ultimately didn't make it into this tournament are on the website. So you can see some of the other songs that were that were considered, at least. So they started with 128. All of those songs had to have hit the top five of the Billboard Hot 100 between 1970 and 1989. How did Kenny G make the list? His uh, <laughs> Matt, well, he had a song. A, a do you call it a song? Do you call it a song? Yeah. No, it's not a song. It's not a song. <laughs> Him playing and, the uh, saxophone for 10 minutes. Apparently, yeah. apparently it was a top five hit. It was a top point. five hit. It was a top five hit back <laughs> and in then, 1985 or 86. So, yeah, it, it, according to their criteria, it's a top five hit, believe it or so, not. So, Don Johnson so, done here? Oh, boy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, in addition to that, they also mention what they call multiple axes of badness. So it's not it's not listed in the methodology section, but they do have it listed elsewhere on the site. So I'm just going to run through some of these real quick. So lyric, so badness is considered something like lyrical weakness or emptiness. Um, songs that aged extraordinarily badly, like Margaritaville. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, poor, poor instrumentation, production, musicianship, or arrangement. Hey, that's not Kenny G. He could play the saxophone as better than anybody. So that's, that's I think very true. I think. Lyrics. He just doesn't play well. <laughs> and if you if you haven't looked at the playlist, by the way, prepare for a lot of saxophone. Oh boy. Oh, oh my yeah. god. Oh yeah. Um, That's why you know, I'm fail- here. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> um, you know, failure to achieve, and that's especially for like the big names that are in this tournament, because like Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney got oh, a spot in this tournament. Um, <laughs> being boring, being insipid, being absurd. Um, being incoherent so things along those lines and so essentially what they did was 
so many people wanted to be a part of this. So many writers wanted to be a part of the tournaments that they did a lottery for the 64 spots in the tournament. The writers who were chosen got to pick the song they wanted to write about. So there was a little bit of empowerment to the writers as far as where they ended up. Um, and seeding is ultimately based on Hot 100 chart performance. So the higher the peak, the longer it was on the charts, the higher the seed. So you're telling me the Steve Miller band, Abracadabra, is up there. Apparently it was <laughs> on the charts forever. Yeah. Yeah. Which, I mean, kind of makes, which, because I, I was looking at one of the brackets, um, the Beach Boys Kokomo is the one seed, but Don Johnson's Heartbeat is 16, which, I mean, that's a crime. I mean, why am I to do Crockett like that? Uh, <laughs> uh, but I guess, Co- but it makes sense because, God, Kokomo was probably on the charts forever. They play uh, it all the time still. I, <laughs> yeah. And I could just envision the video. I could I could see the video now in my mind of John Stamos playing the bongos uh, or whatever. Yeah. Old Uncle Jesse yeah. playing the bongos. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so, so here's my first question for you two. Uh-oh. <laughs> so uh, of the four number one seeds, mm-hmm. so we've mentioned a couple of them already. So Steve Miller Band's Abracadabra, uh, Kokomo, uh, Debbie Boone's You Light Up My Life, which I had never heard of before listening oh, to it this morning. Hold on, let me pause I this have. and play that. You never heard You Light Up My Life? I had yeah. not. Oh. And then, I didn't sip it. Here we go. And then here we go. Star, Starships, We Built This City. We yes. built this city. <laughs> here we go. Yeah. I just hope we don't get kicked off Spotify for this episode just because. Okay, well, maybe you should pause it just in case. So my question for We're you good. is. We'll play the background which, like before. <laughs> which one of those four songs is the San Diego State of this tournament? Hmm. Now, are we talking about San Diego State in the sense that they had a strong, you know, strong start and sort of faded kind of a bit, or... I think they or need maybe, to... Or nope. maybe skepticism about the strength of schedule, about who they played. Because I'm, I'm thinking that Debbie Boone's song yeah. is... Debbie is Boone. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Debbie Boone. Well, actually, let, hold on. I made a case for Abracadabra here. Hold on, let's get this going here again. They're so cheesy. Come on. Okay, and, that's true. And the lyrics... Uh, I don't know about those lyrics now. See? <laughs> it's pretty terrible. I would probably go with the uh, You Light Up My Life. Yeah. And besides, and definitely going up against, you know, the the duo of Cheese, Hall & Oates, Ooh. Method of Modern Love. And funny, because I was just thinking about that song the other day. Why? Method of Modern <laughs> Love. Is, well, I was... <laughs> but anyway, just with that me. song is so patently ridiculous. It, it's just, you know, it, it fits why it needs to be on that on this bracket. It should be higher than a sixteen. Um, if I would have picked, I, you know, making my pick, I that's my sixteen one right there. Vote the upset because that be... song is so ridiculous. Yeah, be UMBC. Okay. And you know, my life is so insipidly boring. It's. Yeah. Because we built the city, it gets going. It's a pretty decent song. Beach Boys, Kokomo, whatever you think about it, everybody knows it. And it's not terrible. It's catchy. It kind of nods your head with a little bit. So it's I can see the appeal, but the other two, it's like, ugh. I it's one of those two, Abracadabra or the uh, You Light Up My Life. I'm going with the You Light Up My Life because it's uh it's going to get out early. Sorry, it doesn't mean Aztecs fans are going to get knocked early out, but they're the lowest of the four. Never mind. Uh, you can go for it. Say it. <laughs> I'm not saying. Okay. Last night, 
I'm just saying. I know. Lotter played well. I'm just keeping it moving. I saw the, the Nevada game was close. We, you saw it. You wrote about it. We knew what was going on. They were down late in that second half, so I'm just saying. Malachi, I like Malachi Flynn. I'm going to just leave it at that. <laughs> so where are we, I'm just saying. That's um, fine. So where are we going with this, Matt? You're leading the way. What do we got? Okay, so let's, let's circle back to methodology for a minute because we talked about it and what the committee considered you know, their parameters of, of bad and how they made their choices in setting up this bracket. But I'm curious about when you were filling out your bracket, how did you determine your choices? That's a problem I have because it's the it's bad songs. So are you mm-hmm. picking the song you like the most or are you actually picking the worst song to go all the way? Because the number one seeds theoretically had were better hits, or not theoretically, but they were like I said, longer number one. There are more hits during their time. The better song during whatever years this is measured to be, or when they are on top. Mm-hmm. So I, I just went the songs I like because I'm like, I, well, actually, I don't know. I don't. It's it's weird. I went back and forth. That's why I ultimately decided on songs I like, and so that's what moved on for me. I didn't choose the worst song. I could do two brackets of songs that were worse and songs that I liked. It'd be completely different. Yeah. So I kind of went that way, but ultimately went with songs I would probably listen to at least in full once, or maybe more than once. <laughs> Now, see, for me... Oh, go ahead. Okay, I was just going to say real quick. I think I went with... I I went with the more... With the songs that... A lot like what Jeremy said. I went with the songs that I like the most. So, between of the 4-1 seeds, as much as I like the Doobie Brothers, I don't like Real Love as much as I like their other stuff. So, I'm going to go with Starship. Um, I... uh, as much as I like, say, for example, there was, another, there was another one of these that I looked here. Oh, where is it? Um, where is it? Uh, oh, crap. Oh, man, where is it? Um, okay, something like... Um, oh, okay, perfect perfect example. I'm looking at the 710 uh, between the Eagles Hotel California and Eddie Murphy's uh, Party All the Time. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> I'm not a fan of the Eagles all that much, and I think Hotel California is... Good God! If I don't hear it again, it'll be fine. The <laughs> appeal of Eddie Murphy, the appeal of Donkey from Shrek. Um, <laughs> I gotta know the audience because I can't go anything older than say hey, 2001. You could have said, well, I can't. Well, I he, can't do Coming to America or Hey, sure you, know, you can. Rec- hey, <laughs> se- sequel to Coming to America is uh, filming, yeah. and oh, yeah. recent. Not- did you watch him on SNL. He was amazing a couple about a month or two ago on SNL a few months back. He was great. He was. He was. He was. I, I just. I gotta know my audience, so I, I'll true. go with Shrek. And the, and the here we go. Of Eddie Murphy singing. Back up my big game. Great Here we go. I put Eddie Murphy. I would as well. I did too. It's really something. Be like if Kevin Hart, if Kevin Hart was trying to sing that. <laughs> here we go. And the lyrics are just the <laughs> Okay. So, <laughs> That's enough of that. <laughs> so I think for, for me, I was kind of, I'm kind of thinking along Brandon's line of thinking because for me, when I was making my choices, I was trying to think of like best bad song. And I was trying to think of, you know, which songs are really kind of leaning into being just, really out there and i think it had the kind of effect of really putting 
the slower songs in the bracket at a disadvantage. Agree, yes. Because there were so many songs that I would think that I would hear and they would be like, oh man, this is, I can't put up with this after like five seconds. It's like, get to the point, get to the song. <laughs> and, and there were some that were just like, they were, they were, they went past the point of being bad to like being horrific. And the one that I remember right off the top of my head was, uh, this, the one song by Cher. Uh, it's a song yeah. called half breed. And I, I heard like the first 30 seconds of that song. And I was like, Oh my God, how did this <laughs> chart back in the day? Fewer choices, horrible. Fewer choices. Like, like I wanted my bad songs to be good in a sense. And so when I was making my choices, I was trying to really follow that principle. It's like, did you ever watch How I Met Your Mother? Either of you guys? Yes. yes. The, they have the songs, because I'm watching that again with my wife, because, oh, it's a good show. This is the 5,000 Miles song stuck in the Ferrero. He's like, give it a minute, it'll come back around to be good again <laughs> at some point. Oh. And some of these songs, you're hoping that maybe they're good at some point, they'll get to you, but some never do, unfortunately. And yeah. I think, and, and to piggyback off what Matt said, uh, just songs that just, okay, get to the point. Um, my thing was, and I even remember this as, as a watching the video and seeing all that, all of it, um, Sticks is Mr. Roboto. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, yeah, what's the point? It's a bunch of robots. We're, we're, there's no, there was no there there. Don't diss you that know. song. Come on. Okay. Uh, I, come on. I, I, uh, I, I like can, I cannot disagree more. With who? Oh. Me or with, with Brandon. <laughs> oh, y'all like Mr. Roboto? It's not bad. I, I, oh. I, I, I Give me too much. I don't want to give away spoilers. Give me too much time on my hands. Give me, um, lady. It's not as bad as babe, (laughs) but Mr. Roboto just. Just for you, Dennis the Young. What are you doing, (laughs) man? If if you follow me on Twitter at Matt K underscore FS, you already know how I feel about Mr. Roboto in this tournament. Here we go. I paused it. Hold on. (laughs) Ah, why is it pausing? Here we go. See? Come on. It's like the enough movies you see each other. Everyone's like, yeah, this song's great. Like, twice. <laughs> <laughs> so bad. It's, it's, oh, it's something special. We apologize to everybody who, who's going to have that song stuck in their head for like the next 48 hours. See, huh? that's why it charted so high because it's like it gets stuck in your mind. Yeah. Okay. So thinking thinking about Hotel California, which Brandon brought up a minute ago, because when I looked at that song, I thought to myself, does that song really belong in this tournament? Yes. <laughs> Why do you say and that? So maybe... <laughs> okay, so Brandon, go ahead and explain. Okay. Not a bad... Musically, it's it's a very good song. I, the, the guitar parts do get a little insistent towards the end, but I got to remind myself it was the late, it was 1977. Everybody was insisting upon themselves musically. Mm-hmm. The lyrics make no dang sense. <laughs> I'm, I'm just, it's just, uh, I don't know. It, it's been, I'm 30, I'm, I'm fairly, I'm 37. I've, I listened to the song when I was younger. I still don't know what the lyrics are about. <laughs> just, Okay, he's driving in a hotel. You can check it every time, but you may never. Leave. Okay, is this heaven or I don't know. Just ah, better because I guess they're better Eagles songs. I guess this wasn't one. 
because my my question more broadly was when you were looking at this tournament did you think there were any songs that didn't belong there because there were some that i had some thoughts about that i did too um i didn't mean to cut you off matt um no go for it the i guess the addition i think there was i'm going through this bracket here um could it be this song possibly hold on let me get it for you oh no, ah, oh, dang it! I just had it here. Hold on. Well, I'll well, I'll go ahead and say it. Um, something like Minnie Ripperton song. I think that's just a beautiful song. Probably got overplayed because everybody knows it by commercials. And I don't think it's a, it's not a bad song. You know, overplayed. Yeah. Does she have other songs? You know, if you dig through the catalog, yeah. What was the song but, title again? Uh, Minnie Ripperton's "Loving You." I, love I don't it. think it's okay. a bad song. Um, something like let's say. Yeah, it's just, you know, very slow. Uh, you know what it is? It's the birds. Yeah. Oh, people soft, like the birds. Soften that up it's a little very, bit. It's very, I see why it's on the list, because it's very close. But it's a good song. It is a good song. I don't think it's a bad song. No. Oh, I'm off there sort of. So do you have that going kind of far then, if it's a song you appreciate? Yeah, but you know, yeah, I, and you know, like like the actual brackets for the men's and women's tournament, I'll probably change it ten times over. Yeah, uh, about how it goes. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I, yeah, I think that one was a song that just and Terry Jackson's seen Seasons in the Sun. I don't another one that's like that's not a bad song. Yeah, I think it, it's very much of its time, but I don't think it's a bad song. Like. I would put something like Kung Fu Fighting or... <laughs> That's terrible. Or something by Air Supply. Not enough Air Supply on this list. Well, that was... Air okay, so Air Supply was one of the songs that got cut. There was a song of their Ooh. Sweet Dreams that did not make the cut. Uh, see, I would have went with All Out of Love or, you know, Lost in Love. Was, there a, was there a year time frame between this, Matt? 1970 to 1989. So this song just made the cut barely. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> I thought this was 90s, but it must be just at the cusp of 89. So, for, for the uninitiated, this is it's New on Kids block. on the Block. Yes, it is. Nope. <laughs> it's one of the most. Alright, we're done with that. <laughs> But, I've, okay, to be honest, have you heard their most recent song, like, about a year ago? They had a song out most no, recently. Yeah, yeah, about a year ago. <laughs> I no. Say, I <laughs> no, I did because, like okay, that. me and my family, we watched the Mass Singer because it's ridiculously and crazy and fun, and it's stupid TV, so we'll watch that. Like, who is that? So they thought it was, uh, what, a Donnie McIntyre or whatever. But they had a song. Oh, that, Donnie Wahlberg. Or Donnie Wahlberg, sorry. Not, it's Joey McIntyre and Donnie Wahlberg. There we go. But, <laughs> I guess I know two of the names, sorry. But they have some recent song that's actually pretty good. It has like Debbie Gibson in it. It has like Nick Carter, a few people who you would know if you'd watch a, um, some old, some old hip hop group. I forget who it is. Um, but it's interesting. Have you bunch? No, no. Um, my wife's like it's from DMT. I'm like, no, one of the guys is dead. It's not him. <laughs> I forget who it is, but it's oh, Bell Div Devoe or something. I forget. They oh, BBD. Yeah, yeah, they're on there too. So it's actually a decent song because they've been on tour. They've been here to Salt Lake about a year ago. They've been trying to make a mini comeback, but they actually have a decent song. But that one, it's so different than 
looking at the very early where you have like Beach Boys, Kokomo, or you have like the ballad songs, and they have this quasi hip hop yeah. song in the, mix, in the mix, which is, I believe, the only one of its kind out of the bracket. New kids on the. Let me say, that's what I was asking the years. I'm like 89. I'm like that seems like a 90s thing, but I remember they must oh, have yeah. started. They late took eight, off. Late they, they took off in 89. Oh, there new kids on the block. Yeah, they check. Mm. 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 <laughs> they have they have a song. Uh, just a quick detour. Um, they had a song that my friend, my college friend, long time ago, hit me to called Dirty Dog. Now, this was like 93, 94, but they, their time in the spotlight was way past done. So, you know, just if you get a chance to listen to Dirty Dog, please do so. It, you, it, oh, you'll laugh. But yeah, the addition <laughs> new kids on the block. Oh, uh, yeah. Just put them on there. Just hang in tough. I'm betting that'll go fairly far. So, uh, oh, what, about, sure. what about you, Jeremy? Was there a song that you thought that didn't belong here? Uh, I slid the new kids on the block. Just no, I'll go back to Kenny G. Songbird. Come on, <laughs> why not? There's like no lyrics to it. It's just him playing the freaking saxophone, right? And right, and then also I'll piggyback off of what you said, Jeremy. On the bracket, um, another song with no lyrics to it was a uh, Chuck Man Jones feel so good. Which you know, for the music people out there, put it like this: if there was no there's no Candy G Songbird without Chuck Mangione. It's another, like, instrumental. You know, mm-hmm. it's the precursor to s- smooth jazz, the music everybody hates. Um, <laughs> or you pretend to like. <laughs> yeah, pretend to like. Or just listen to it in the background. You know, it's background music. That's what it is. Exactly. Yes. Exactly. So, you know, going on what you're saying, Jeremy, you know, I much would rather have you got no late early 80s Chicago on there. I mean, that's talk about the ultimate and just bad song, you know. Sure. Uh, yeah, actually, an, another mm-hmm. band that missed the cut. There was their song, You're the Inspiration, they were that, that was not selected. They are that uh, bad they didn't make it. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody wanted to write about them, I guess. <laughs> you know, eh, everybody sleeps. Why was there but, no Wham yeah. on the list? Yeah. Is that considered a good song by people? Uh, let me... Well, let me look through this real quick. So uh, I surprisingly, did, no wham. I did a quick search of best top 80s, or I put 80s bad songs in the Google, good old Google machine, and wham pops up. Or, there's no safety Ooh. dance either in this? Come on. Mm. Just just saying. No no Bruce Willis, you know, <laughs> Die Hard, you know, John McClane. Actually, Bruce thing. Willis was another song that did not make, make the cut. cut. <sighs> Respect Yourself did not make the cut, sadly. <sighs> Wake me up before you go go. John McClain. (laughs) I feel like they could have. I feel like they could have another tournament, like in in June or July, with all these offshoot songs that didn't make the cut. You absolutely could. Oh my god, that would be amazing. (laughs) What'd you say? What type of group? An NIT. Oh yeah, no, you should do. You should one. I don't know if there's no songs for it, but I like the idea. But they should have a song for like you mentioned the Bruce Willis thing, or even like. Eddie Murphy, they should have a bracket of non-singers who met, had decent songs or something out there. <laughs> like, I don't know how many, how many there would be because I remember Tom Green had that weird song like in early oh, 2000s, yeah. whatever that was. You have William Shatner doing stuff with Eddie Murphy, the Bruce Willis. There's probably a million other people who have done their own songs that try to do something and fail miserably, but there may not be enough to fill that out. That's the only problem. Yeah. 
It'll be a short bracket. It'll be a short tournament, like the Ivy League tournament. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> the four-team tournament, that's what yeah, you do. Because for me, I, I thought that Foreigner's Hot Blooded was just like, it's like, I, to me, it's an objectively good song. I don't think it's yeah. a bad song. Yeah, me too. I Now, I prefer the other, just personal preference, but Foreigner's Hot Blooded, like you said, man, it's a very good song. I like it. Um, I do. It's a. Uh, yeah. Here we go. Music time. <laughs> Get to the song, come on. It's a good song. You gotta go at least another minute or so. Again, early, late 70s. You gotta have that. See, that's what you do in, like, I know people work radio. It's like, all right, let's lead up to the song. Oh, crap, this is a 30-second lead-in. Yeah. <laughs> so they're talking forever and trying to hit it right when it starts. Here we go. Seven. Not bad. There you go, folks. Hopefully that's enough to 15 seconds to keep us good. Yeah. <laughs> so is there so, a... So, no, go ahead. No, you, oh, no, go ahead. You go no, ahead. No, you got it. You're doing better than me here. I'm still trying to fix my bracket. that got erased part of it, so go ahead. Oh, no. we got Millie Vanilli on here, man. Millie, does that count? They cheated. How does that count? Oh, but it's a bad song, though. And yeah. don't forget my number. Nah, if you're going to have a Millie Vanilli song, you got to do Girl, You Know It's True. Yeah, that, not, That's bad. Not forget my number? Bad and hilarious. <laughs> So I guess my question leading off of Foreigner, if because I, I do like to think about this in terms of, of the NCAA tournament. So Foreigner is a 12 seed. So generally, I'm interested in your thoughts on the 5-12 matchups. Because I didn't think that Hot-Blooded belonged, but I object. I mean, if it's here, then I'm objectively going to think of it as like, okay, well, this is the, one of my favorite best bad songs. So I had it defeating Freddie Fenders before the next teardrop in round one. But it's not the only dangerous 12 seed. So I'm curious about uh, just in general, I know we've touched upon a couple of them already, but what uh, what 12 seed do you like as one being a potential dark horse for this tournament? Well, the Foreigner song, obviously, right? Right. That and then also Lady in Red, Krista Berg. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think a lot of people know... I, I think I remember I remember the five seed Michael Damien's Rock On just because the guy used to be in, in soap operas back in the day. Uh, but Lady in Red, I think, is a dangerous 12 seed. Mr. Roboto. Three of the four obviously. are. Yeah, yeah, three of the four. Um, I, I, the five, 12, I don't know if a lot of people know Charlene's I've Never Been to Me. I, I and my weird musical knowledge know that song and have that song somewhere buried in my CD list. Don't ask me why, but I know. Um, What's a CD for everybody? No kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah. Here we go. Here's a bit of it because I'm not too familiar with it either. It's a very very slow, sad song. There's a lot of slow, sad songs on this bracket. That's true. That's fine. It, it's yeah, it's very slow and very sad. Oh, um, like yeah, that kind of a bit of a tearjerker. I um, think I think Mr. Abato is the best twelve seed on the book and mix. Right. That that and I say Lady in Red and yeah. Corner. If if we were to sort of seed them one two three, um, 
Mr. Roboto, just the sheer absurdity of it. Well, that and Lady in Red, they're, they're both in a bunch of movies, too, or TV shows quite a bit. Right. So there's that that type of, of factor going to it to see more awareness, I would say. Right. Yeah. Well, Brandon, you mentioned Rock On, which is up again. It's in round one. Um, and when I when I was going through and I was making I was brushing up on the songs in order to make my choice, I I was like, oh, that song. Yeah. <laughs> because because I remember I because for whatever reason I associate that song with supermarkets, <laughs> not <laughs> Toto's Africa. <laughs> Because like you know how well, they, they you know how they t- they tend to play like the same kind of bland music over and over again. Mm-hmm. Um, I, just, I remember hearing like a different version of that song. Like it seemed like a more mellow version of that song that I recall than the yep. one that's on the Spotify playlist. But when I heard it, like the first five seconds, I was like, "Oh, that song!" So I'm curious if like when you were when you were listening to the songs in this bracket, did you have that same kind of feeling at every point? Oh, that's, I haven't heard that song in ages or I wasn't expecting that to be there. I, I did. Um, again, I remember rock on because the gap where Michael Damien used to be a soap star back in like the late eighties, early nineties. And Mm -hmm. I remember that song. Uh, I remember them playing that song, sort of promoting it. Um, and then a little fun, little, little thing that I did I didn't know back in the day was that that was a cover of an original song mm. by some guy named David Essex. That um, might be the version I'm thinking right. about. That that version I remember listening, I saw I listened to the original version and you're right, Matt, it is a lot slower, sort of a sauntering pace, while mm. the the Michael Damien version is more boom crash, boom crash, sort yeah. of late 80s i think that was on that michael damon version of brock on was on a on a movie soundtrack with uh one of the quarries maybe both of them uh probably <laughs> both, both the <laughs> um so yeah it it you man you probably there's that slower i think it's 70s version the original version as opposed mm-hmm. to the pumped up 80s version uh but in the bracket i probably have uh, Lady in Red winning as one of those twelve fives. So, but like, were there, was there a song that you were like, I, you weren't expecting it to be there, but you were delighted it was? I'd go with the song that I, one of those songs I think was. Um, oh, where is it? I'm gonna thumb through the brackets. Um, where is it? Where is it? Oh, where is it? I think it was um, Sailing, Christopher Cross. Mm-hmm. I, I think that was the one. I, I'm pleasantly surprised to see it on there because it's just a. It's that song is just awesome. <laughs> it's just <laughs> awesome. <laughs> um, I I think that was just that was one that sort of like, yeah, it needs to be on there because it's and Don Johnson's heartbeat because you know Don freaking Johnson. Don Johnson was trying to say somebody told him it was a good idea for. Him. I assume this was during Miami Vice era, just because. Oh yes. So he's like, hey, oh, yeah. you're a guy out there. People know you. Let's try a song and see what you got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 oh, yeah. That, yeah those and, there were, and there was another one that was kind of like that for me by by association in a way. Um, Maritka's Toy Soldiers. Yeah, that one and, too. And there, but, but it wasn't because of the song itself. <laughs> I'm going to sound really basic right now. Um, <laughs> but do either of you remember uh, Eminem's Curtain Call album? I do, yeah. And, okay, and I think so he took it off of that, right? He did. Yeah. So there's a, there's a song on that album called Like Toy Soldiers, in which this song is sampled. 
And, you know, I hold a soft spot, you know, because in my, you know, in 2002, when that album came out, I was kind of wasting my time instead of going to college and stuff like that. But anyway, um, but I I had no idea, but I had no idea there was like an actual song behind that because it just didn't occur to me after 18 years. And so when I heard that same voice in this, this original song, I was like, Like, oh my God, wow, that kind of blew my mind. And you know, and you know, Matt, I remember the video. I remember, I I think Toy Soldiers came out in 89. I remember that song. I remember the video. I remember Martika. Um, she was sort of being like the next big thing. So when Eminem's Curtain Call came out, you know, too, it was like, oh, yeah, he's borrowing Martika's Toy Soldiers. And I was like, I don't know what ever happened to her. I know she did an album with Prince <laughs> and just never went and just never caught on. But yeah, it was sort of like those sort of two worlds taking me back to me and seven years old. Jeremy, how about you? Mine, Are there any pleasant surprises? By the artist, I knew the song. I'm like, I had no clue they sung this song. But it was uh, the Locomotion song, because Kylie Minong. I'm like, I know her. She sang that song, really? Yeah. Because I'm like, because she, she made that comeback about, what, half de- decade ago or something. I'm going through a list of a bunch. I'm like, I knew the song. I'm like, I know the song. But when he, he saw, I was singing, I'm like, that can't be right. Is this some remix or some new, I guess not new, but some version that's... Uh, not the original because I remember you hear the song everybody knows it but I just had no clue it was sung by her so I'm like listen to him like oh it was just kind of a I had no clue who sung it I thought it was somebody completely different and I'm like is that the same one and I looked her up went down to Wikipedia for about 20 minutes to see what the deal she's been up to I'm like yes it was really her obviously <laughs> but that was just kind of a weird thing like you know the song is more of who sung it rather than the actual song in my yeah. case we're going through this I'm like oh okay but yeah, not- Kylie, Kylie Minogue is in the business of Minogue. putting out bangers Apparently, yeah. yes. <laughs> <laughs> after after like thirty years, forty years, something like that, still going. I will say, Foolish is always catchy no matter what, even though you already know what it is. That's yeah, not too bad. But like, as that mine, that was more of a reverse. Like she sung that. Let's listen to this to make sure, because I didn't realize I knew the song was old. But I'm like, she she. I didn't realize she's what her age she is now. I think about fifty or something, a bit older. I thought when she came home from Australia, was it two early two thousands. Whatever it was. Yeah, I think it was like early 2000 she had a comeback. Another yeah, one. And I'm like, I'm like, who is this person? Oh, okay. She had both of those because I knew the name. But I'm like, that doesn't seem right. So <laughs> so how far, what are we doing here? So what's our, how, what should we do next? What's the upsets? How far we got teams going? The final four yet? So we're not quite there yet. Okay. So I have, I have another kind of question along those lines. Because I see it. I'm curious to see if you see it. Do either of you see a region of death? Hmm. I have to go through the bracket again. Do you have one in mind since you brought this up? I do. So if you're on the website and you're looking at the bracket, I'm looking at the bottom right. <laughs> Let's see what you got there. Because yeah, I guys. see I see a murderer's row of really between, tough decisions from round one. Yeah, between Lady in Red, Sailing, um, Toto's Africa, which I'm surprised we we're winning this podcast when we haven't even met. Hey, come forty. Excuse me, I brought it up during the the uh, oh, okay. grocery shopping list, but that oh, song okay. is garbage. Okay. Well, I, <laughs> it's bad. You know, I you know, a song is sort of achieved sort of that certain badness because I, I where you could hear it at like grocery stores or dentists. I heard the re- I heard whoever did a cover of it recently. Weezer. 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 Okay, it was Weezer. I heard their cover of Toto. Wow, 
while I was at the dentist last week. So it, it sounds exactly I'll the leave same. Leave it as it is. They they didn't do anything to it. They sung it straightforward. As yeah, they they pretty much was like do it straight, which. Yeah. With covers, I guess, if you want to stay honest to the song, I get it. That whole album. As, as I... someone who's heard a lot of rock covers recently, um, that is a vastly superior product to some of the other ones I've heard recently. Have you heard their whole <laughs> album of the covers they did? I have. It's They do no scrubs? Yes, they do. <laughs> you should go find it if you haven't heard of Brandon. I, I got to check it out. Yeah, it's, the, it's, 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 no, honestly, like, I was, look, I was looking in this part of the, of the bracket, great. and I, I see like six different songs at least that could go the distance, and I would not be surprised. It's one of those Lover Boy by Billy Ocean. It was, actually. <laughs> really? Really? And I think that was, because I think that's the, I mean, Billy Ocean, we can get Billy Ocean on any bracket, it's awesome. I've, and Loverboy was interesting. I figured they would have gone with Caribbean Queen, you know, with that on there. I don't even think it made their list of songs that didn't get cut. But I no. figured it would be Footloose, obviously. Um, It's good enough. It's good to keep going on. I would say. It's, yeah, it's, I, it's not. It's not bad. Bad. It's kind of like good. Bad. Right. And then it gets I, a little weird toward the end, and that's where you're like, okay, yeah, that's the right kind of good. Bad. Somebody should cut off thirty seconds of that song to be better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess they couldn't put Caribbean Queen because it's all good straight through. I guess in mm. in some people's minds, I I would have put it on there. I, I at least I would have thought they would have went with that, but I guess not. But you're right, Matt. Between Footloose. Um, I guess we'll go with Billy Ocean, uh, Toto, <laughs> and Christopher Cross, and you know, the aforementioned um, uh, Chris the Berg, Lady in Red. And yeah. also, don't fall asleep on... Huey, um, Huey Lewis? Yeah, Huey Come Lewis. Come on, just saying. Well, Back to the Future. I think they got the wrong Huey Lewis song. I think they would have put something like... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, oh, what was it? Something yeah, from... This is it? Album. Uh, yeah, either that or uh, Harder Rock and Roll or the... Uh, power love song mm-hmm. i figured but it's to be i mean and there's it. there's like so many other songs that we haven't even mentioned yet like the, the single toughest decision for me which because it was such a contrast of styles between the songs the eight nine matchup between falco's rock me amadeus mm. <laughs> and cw mccall's convoy oh boy those i mean the, do y'all know the story of that song convoy no it's so hilarious um, it's basically an advertisement for some bread company back in the seventies. It it's just the CB radios were the same, and somebody decided to make a song about it. It's quite odd here. You know what makes it worse or bad? The cover of the song of the album cover. The greatest oh, yeah, the hits were laying in flowers, smelling Ooh. the dandelion or whatever with the hat on. This would be like if uh, if 1990 Loyola Marymount went up against 2019 Virginia. <laughs> really, you think that's a good, that's a tough competition between Rock and Beyond Medeas and this? It's just they're so different. Okay, their style-wise, I could see that. Because here's yeah. a quick Rock Me Amadeus. You need like five seconds of that song to know exactly how weird it is all the way through. 
and, and you know what shocked me about that song? Do you realize that song is nearly six minutes long? Yeah, it's five. Yeah, it's five fifty. <laughs> I thought it was like a three and a half minute song. Maybe no. it should have been. Yeah, me too. I figured it'd be just like a, or maybe we just listen to, you know, we always listen to the single version because I yeah, can't imagine listening to six minutes of that. <laughs> <laughs> six minutes of that. So who'd you pick? It's, so who'd you pick, Matt? What was your choice? Oh, oh I picked Rock Me Amadeus. I think that was the right so, move there. Because it yeah. just it just leans hard into how weird and, and weird good bad it is. Weird is helpful in this bracket, right? It, to me, it is. Yes, I have that song going fairly far. Rock me, Amadeus. Let's see, because I, I had a just I had the Footloose one going far because mm-hmm. everybody likes Footloose, even though that's the massively inferior Kenny Loggins song. Yeah, um, but I think you might be right. That bracket that's the toughest one, I believe, out of all the matchups. Right. I'm trying to go through a couple others to see. I can see where it gets tougher in a few other ones, like after a round or two, but nothing where the quantity in the first round where nearly, what, two-thirds of the songs are difficult to choose from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's unanimous. Uh, right. <laughs> yeah. I think that's probably the bracket, that bottom right bracket Matt mentioned, talked about. Mm-hmm. It's probably the bracket where it's so many minefields. That's probably where you put San Diego State. <laughs> hey, San Diego State, you yeah, go there and do so, that. So yeah, that's you, the that's the East then. Yeah. That'll be the East bracket where if they get through the 16th seed, they'll probably face some power. Does, that, does that make does that make uh, Kenny Loggins Duke in this instance? Probably, probably. Yeah, yeah. the eight nine is probably like the Florida Utah State. If they get if Utah State gets in, what's that? <laughs> if Utah State gets in. Just, yeah, just saying that New Mexico loss wasn't very good. No, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. All right. <laughs> then again, Florida losing to Tennessee back great either. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, but yeah, that bracket, that side of the bracket does look kind of treacherous. But I could see Ken, Kenny Loggins' footloose going far um, just by name recognition. <laughs> I had, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, I had that one going fairly far too. So, let's let's dive into what really what really matters. I think the final four, the final four, <laughs> final four. <laughs> so, who who wants to go first as to who you have in your final four? Um, do I need to get my song list ready here? Uh, I mean, to get the you, if you want to to play music. Okay, I'm checking my final four. I'm double checking my. Okay, I got um. So I mean, I'll, I'll go. I'll go first one. I got mine up here. So I will go, and everybody should know these songs. So there's probably no reason to play it. Out of the top left bracket, I got Didn't Start the Fire, Billy Joel. Wow. Whoa, that was a wow for me. Okay, why is that? Because I, I think in the same bracket with, uh, we're talking about the, the same top bracket? left. Yeah, the same bracket with Starships, We Built This City. That was the two I had against us, that and We Built the Fire. Maybe the I've been watching The Office again with my kids, so we watched an episode recently. Maybe that slayed me, I don't know. Just saying. And by the way, by the way, props to Starship for being the only t- uh, band in the entire tournament with two different songs. What does that say about them? <laughs> That's exactly my Bad. point. <laughs> All right, my other one, which is start, which is going to be uh, didn't start the fire, going up against Mister Roboto in the bottom left, who okay. beat uh, Eagles Hotel California. Because there's no way, no way I could have the Eagles going that far. Because that's that's reasonable. <laughs> I was debating hanging it tough to go farther because it's so bad but kind of catchy. But I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> sorry. Other side, I have Huey Lewis in the news beating Kenny Loggins Footloose. That might be a little bit upset there. I think 
What what seed were they? My bracket's weird. What was Huey? Uh, Huey Lewis was a 13 seed. There you go. Yeah, major upset there. Gotcha. George Mason coming to town. Yeah. All right. Then the other one was a Culture Club. Oh wow! <laughs> Beating up on foreigner. All right, Brandon. What about you? Um, I had Starship on the top left, going top left down. Mm. I had Starships. We'll get to see because <laughs> name recognition. I had in the bottom left bracket a little bit of a shocker, but I think, but I like it going far. Rupert Holmes escaped the Pina Colada song. Yes, it's just, it's just you know again, so bad it's good. Um, I think that song got a little bit of a re- now a little bit. I think uh, it's on on some commercial. It's on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. Ah, that's, mm. there you go. Um, this is a good one, yeah. Not bad. Oh, it, hit it hit it one time for us, Jerry. Oh, it's coming. There you go. Maybe I made an error there. Maybe I should pick that one from the farther. That is a yes. If you watch the Marvel movies, you would know that's in there. That's a good song. Oh yes. And um, top right, I had Steve Millibrand's Abracadabra. You know that song is really really creepy. Um, and bottom right, I have Christopher Cross's Sailing. So I kind of went chalkish. I'm. Again, I probably will change it ten times, but right now I'll probably go Starship, Rupert Holmes, Steve Miller Christopher Cross. I think yeah. they're four seed, so kind of chalkish, but yeah. you know, reasonable choices, I'd say. Yeah. All right. So what do you got, so, Matt? What's what's okay? So I honestly think we built the Sadie's kind of a juggernaut on that side of the bracket. Uh, I have that song beating Billy Joel. Come on, guys. What's up with this? Come on. Jeez. <laughs> Uh, but I am with you, Jeremy. I do have Mr. Roboto also going to the Final Four uh, over Eddie Murphy. What? And party all the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the top right, though, like I feel like my decisions kind of got away from me because I've got like a total dark horse coming out of there that we haven't even talked about yet. Okay. Jerry Rafferty's Baker Street. Huh. <laughs> Baker really? Street. I have that song over one of the songs you mentioned earlier, Brandon, Chuck Mangione's Feels So Good. Wow. So you got got chaos in that bracket. I got a lot of saxophone in that bracket. A lot of battle of instrumentals in that Elite Eight. I do love me some saxophone. (laughs) Is this the whole song doing this? 605? No, no, no. Yeah, it's another one of those. Yeah, it's another one of those songs. Alright, wait for it, wait for it. <laughs> yes. Now you understand. Okay, I get I hear you. Okay. Okay. And I'll allow it. And then coming out of my region of death in the bottom right, um, I went with Rock Me Amadeus. Okay. That's over, bat- over Africa. You had Toto go that far? Sheesh. I did. I think I had Toto going two, one, I had going one song. Victor, All right, so, okay, so we got our final four. What about our uh, our our championship picks? What do we got? My, I guess we'll keep going around the circle here. Mine is hold on, my bracket's weird. I have Billy Joel. We didn't start the fire. Verse Culture Club. Karma Chameleon. All right. Do I do I need my winner as well at the moment? Would you like me to continue? Um, yeah. Why not? Billy Joel gets the win for me. Okay. We, we didn't start the fire. There you go. 
<laughs> the lyrics are just so weird and it's catchy, so it kind of offsets each other because the the song is also fairly simple. The beat to it going through the whole time it kind of repeats itself clearly, but it's catchy enough that the lyrics are so weird and bad. But you read the essay, it's like okay, this is even more interesting, even more odd and unique. It just it's just the weirdest thing of the. It's just weird and I love it. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Berlin and grind those two. Just and the video is just. Wow. Yeah, whoever they, whoever, whoever they got to play the person looks like Lucy is amazing. It's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Brandon, what about you? I had um, Starship, um, We Built the City, and uh, Sailing in the championship Ooh. game. And Sailing winning it all. Ooh. I got a soft spot for the one, the mighty, the martyred Christopher Cross <laughs> winning the entire bracket. Because Sailing is awesome. Okay, so I know I mentioned a minute ago that I thought We Built the City was a juggernaut, but I think Sticks is a better bad song. Mm. So I went with Mr. Roboto and Rock Me Amadeus, and I have uh, I have the first one, Mr. Roboto, winning it all. Roboto! Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm Kilroy, national champion. <laughs> no, that's it. They're all bad, great songs. You go. I'm just wondering when the bracket, like when people vote, that's what I'm most interested about because the seating really doesn't matter that much to me. It's just kind of odd. The, or I guess it's the way it's set yeah. up. But I'm like, I just look at the song and listen. But I want to see the results Results they come through. Are people picking the bad song they like or the truly bad song? Well, if you follow March Badness on Twitter, I'll, they'll usually retweet at least a few people mm-hmm. with kind of their rationale for making their picks. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said at the very beginning, everybody's rationale is ultimately a little bit different. Yeah, because it's and we we talk about it now. Um, we don't see the essays until the 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 quote unquote games are presented on yeah. the day of. Right. So you know, some people do ultimately weigh their decisions based in part, at least, on the writing that accompanies the music. Um, but for us talking about it right now, we do we don't have that at least fully in front of us. So it's really sure. hard to to project. Yeah, true. That did help me for one of my picks. But we can change. Hey, these picks aren't stone. Who cares? We're, we're just having fun here. We can change picks if we want to go through. But everybody should vote and follow them on Twitter. It's amazing. It's a fun. It's just something different. It's like everybody does brackets. Like they'll be the food bracket. They'll be a, a similar music bracket, but something not as unique and in-depth this thing is like a, almost a year-round thing matt right they do this for it sure. like they already started the next year bracket the plot in this one which will be a lot of grunge type stuff i'm assuming and that'll yes, be amazing they, they do it throughout the year and they put a lot of time into this and it's more than all oh, the best 64 chicken tender restaurants in america or whatever you know what i mean it's like the best burger places or best burritos or whatever this takes time and appreciate the effort put into this if you like music on any level yeah Right, and it's also good for you know, like I said, just a nostalgia kick. Like I said, yeah. I mentioned the Toy Soldiers. I remember when that song came out. Um, Martika, shout out, Kids Incorporated. Um, just uh, just sort of a lot of those throwbacks, and just sort of a time when I was young and listening to music. It, it's it's a fun exercise, mm-hmm. and it's a, and it just sort of like as you said, Jeremy, it puts a lot. They put a lot more thought into it than. You know, we'll see in the next two or three weeks or so. Hey, these are the sixty-four best. These are the sixteen best. You know, fast food joints or whatever. Mm-hmm. The ten best, just sixty-four best beer beer places. Yeah, whatever. something like that. This yeah. is a little bit more 
thoughtful. You know, he took more time into the thinking it. man's is fun. The thinking man's bracket here. There, there are a lot. <laughs> and fun. believe, believe <laughs> me, there are a lot of writers who take this exercise very seriously. You know, I don't think we. I can't remember if I mentioned it, or actually, we, did, we may not have had a chance to talk about it uh, in our lost podcast last year. Um, but you know, my, my old thesis chair who he's, he teaches at Fresno State, Stephen Church last year, his essay was, um, it was from, it was dream warriors from, I believe it was one of the Friday the 13th movies. And so like his, his essay was just all about, uh, the guy who plays Freddy Krueger and uh, like all the amazing, awesome stuff that he did when he wasn't being Freddy Krueger and stuff like that. So it's just like. This is something you want to pay attention to. It's very cool. It's like this intersection that I nerd out on every single year it comes around. And like the you're right. Like I'm looking to see how many words that we didn't start the fires. It's thousands upon thousands of words. It seems like I'm scrolling yeah. my page like five swipes to get to the end. It's probably without putting it like a word counter four thousand words at least. And it's a fun yeah. read because it's like a a time through history. It's like oh that happened because if you watch the video. It starts like the fifties and sixties. Is that Gina Davis? Is it, who was in that video as well? Partway through, probably. I think it looks like I her. I think so. Yeah. But it's like it goes through time. It's like if you actually listen to it, because there's people who I know who they'll listen to music just for the beat, or they'll listen to their lyrics only. So if you can separate that, it makes a big difference if you like a song or don't like a song. I know people who love a certain song that the lyrics are great, but the beat is like not very good, but they still enjoy it because of what's said in the song. Yeah, and that's part of what this is too for some of these to make it good or bad because part of it is the lyrics. Little Rock, Pasternak, Mi- Mickey Mantle, Carol. <laughs> how do you do that? Like how? Like There's how? a lot going on there. Oh, and we're just talking about the words. Go see if you haven't seen the video. Go see the video. It's great. It, it's just like, huh? I mean, it's great. That's the point. It's amazing. Oh. oh. All right. Anything else you'd add to this? I think we've exhausted our time here. We hit our hour limit, basically. <laughs> I think I'm all set. If you guys are, I think you're good. I'm, I'm gonna go see that video. Again. Go, yeah, go watch the video. Go watch it oh. ten times. Go vote at MarchExodus.com. Um, and what do they? What do they do, Matt? A couple a day? Is that their deal? Or is it once uh, a day? They they do four a day. It started today, um, March first. So by the time this goes up there's a very good chance you may have missed out on an opportunity to vote on that, but I'll, I'll um, follow them on. <laughs> yeah. Follow them on Twitter. You can vote yeah. uh, there. You can vote on the website. They always have links to, uh, you know, to the website, to the essays, stuff like that. Um, and so you can do vote in one vote in both your call. Yeah. And so you can vote on Twitter too as well. Correct. Right. You can vote on Twitter and on the website and counts double. Ooh, double. All right. Just a really quick, yeah. since I had the, Billy Joel song up here, the Eric Clapton on Twitter. We didn't start the fire, which I voted for, obviously. Fifty-seven percent to forty-two percent on Twitter. There you go. So there's that. But they have, yeah, they'll have links throughout the whole week or month, I guess. But yeah, keep going back. This is always fun to do. So next time we podcast, we'll probably, I guess, we'll, I guess we have to begrudgingly go back to football mats to discuss that type of stuff a little bit here and there. You know what? Thankfully, there's stuff going on that we'll uh, be able to catch up with next week. We'll get to that. We'll have a, we'll do a basketball podcast finally. We've been kind of slacking on that because we got the tournament a week earlier this year, so we'll get some hoops up this, in probably next day or two. But this is always fun, MarchExodus.com. And Matt, you and I will give updates probably throughout this kind of once we, we're doing our once-a-week thing to see who wins. So we'll be tweeting this out as well because it's fun. So. It's fun. Go check it out. Exactly. It's the bracket and everything, and check what we write. 
Yeah, all that stuff too. Yeah, we got a lot of hoop stuff this week. We got the bracket schedule out. Midday basketball. Come on. What else do you want? So check us out, mwr.com, Twitter, Facebook, all that great stuff. And we'll see you next time, folks.